Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 450, Should You Pay Cash for a Car? by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dan. I'm here each Monday through Friday bringing you some of the best personal finance content from some of the best blogs on the planet. And don't forget, we do book giveaways to random people on our mailing list. So if you're not on that list yet, please come by oldpodcast.com and join just by entering your email address. And I'll give you a reminder about that at the end of the show. So for now, let's get to it. Let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Should You Pay Cash for a Car? by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. Should you pay cash for a car? That question isn't just a hypothetical anymore. We need to buy a car, and that means we need to make a five-figure decision. It's been almost two months since Will's car got stolen, and it's time to buy a replacement. His last car, as you may recall, was a 16-year-old Honda Accord with 275,000 miles on it. This time, he decided to shoot for something nicer. I'm thinking of buying a well-made Japanese car between five to seven years old with 50,000 to 90,000 miles on it, he told me. Hey, what a coincidence. That's my dream car too. He set a budget of $10,000 for his car purchase, and obviously he planned to pay cash because taking out a car loan is stupid, right? Right? Well, that's what I always assumed until three finance bloggers told me I'd be nuts to pay cash. It began with a podcast. You see, it all started one night while I was recording a segment for the Stacking Benjamins podcast. Have I mentioned that I have a weekly podcast segment? We're the number seven investing podcast on iTunes. Come on, do the sports chant with me. We're number seven. We're number seven. Anyway, I'm one of four people on this podcast segment. The group of us are chatting one evening and I mention that Will and I are planning on buying Will's next car in cash. The podcasting guys reply, why? The question caught me off guard. Why wouldn't we pay in cash? Cars are supposed to be purchased with cash. We're not raiding an emergency fund or shortchanging retirement to make the purchase. We have plenty of savings for home repairs, car repairs, health savings accounts, travel, and quarterly taxes. We have cash reserves for all of our rental properties. Our retirement accounts are maxed out. On top of all that, we have some extra money floating around. We've been scratching our heads trying to figure out what to do with it. Then Will's car got stolen. So why wouldn't we use a small portion of that, $10,000, to buy him a seven-year-old replacement vehicle in cash? Here's why, the podcasting guys reply. Car loans are going for 2% APR. You could take out a loan at 2% and invest the $10,000 cash for a better return, they said. I tried to imagine what that would look like. First, I would make a lump sum $10,000 deposit into an investment account so that I'd know I was actually investing the cash 
rather than frittering it away. Then I could invest the money into an S&P 500 index fund. Historically, those have a long-term annualized return of 7 to 9%. That's substantially greater than the 2% APR that a car loan costs. In other words, I could borrow at 2%, invest at 7 to 9%, and pocket the spread. Hmm, the idea made sense. I floated it by will. Are you smoking crack? He replied. What do you mean? You want to borrow money and put it in the stock market, he explained slowly, placing the emphasis on borrow. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. I'm talking about a broad market index fund, not Facebook stock, I offered. He shook his head. You've lost your freaking mind. How about paying off the mortgage? Okay, so that wasn't going to work. I brainstormed that night about how else to optimize the cash and came back to him the next day with an alternative. What if we borrowed money for the car and put the $10,000 towards paying off the mortgage? I figured that idea would get him listening. He loves chatter about paying off the mortgage. And our highest bank-issued mortgage rate, 5.25%, is substantially higher than the interest on a car loan. It's also early in its amortization schedule when a large paydown would really move the needle, saving us a ton on interest payments. Because it's a rental property, a refinance isn't in the cards. We'd forego some tax savings, but the math still works out. Strangely though, Will didn't seem interested. I don't believe in car loans, he said. I don't believe in consumer debt. I only believe in cash flow positive mortgages, and even those I want to pay down aggressively. He was touching on a contentious topic. I prefer to shovel money into retirement accounts and acquire more rental properties. He prefers to pay off our mortgages. It's the old pay off the mortgage or invest dilemma. I take a Robert Kiyosaki view of money. He favors the Dave Ramsey approach. Then don't think of it as a car loan, I replied. Think of it as refinancing $10,000 of your mortgage into a lower interest rate. He looked at me suspiciously. Anytime a financial explanation is that complex, something's wrong. I replied, look, all I'm saying is, who cares how the loan is secured? At the end of the day, your total liabilities are X dollars and their cumulative interest rate is Y percent. Who cares whether a car or a house secures those loans? Car loans are being offered at less than inflation, I added. Think about that, less than inflation. We have a clear exit strategy, I continued. It was my last pitch. If a worst case scenario unfolds, we have the cash to pay back the loan instantly, so why not put that money to work rather than parking it? Will shook his head. I just want to go to my grave knowing that I've never had a car loan, he replied. At that point, I realized two things. One, financial nerds, that's us, have weird deathbed ambitions. Who aspires to look back on their life and say, I never had a car loan? Finance nerds, that's who. Second, this issue was clearly a non-starter. We were going to buy the car in cash. And in the end, that's precisely what we did. Will bought a seven-year-old Acura with 90,000 miles on it. I bought a car as well, a five-year-old Honda Civic to replace my 15-year-old Camry. We paid cash for both and vowed to keep them for at least a decade. You just listened to the post titled, Should You Pay Cash for a Car? by Paula Pant of affordanything.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. 
And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And this post was written four years ago, but still very applicable as usual. And don't forget, we give away books to random people on our mailing list, and you've got to be on the mailing list to win. We've given away a lot in the last month, but we also give away helpful spreadsheets to optimize your finances. One of them even comes with a free video tutorial. It's all free and available if you are on that weekly newsletter mailing list. To get on the list, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. That's oldpodcast.com. And that's 450 episodes of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you all so much for your support, as always, and for listening each and every day. I'll be back at you with more posts next week. So have a great weekend, and I'll see you Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.